0: Welcome to Paris and Bazcast, where we answer your property and finance related questions. And here's this week's topic with your hosts, Gerdeb and Ann Maltse. A uh, educational series that we developed last year, where we invited a number of guest speakers um, and shared our intel, our insights on different topics that affected property management, sales and finance, the three services we provide. And today is all about our experience as an owner builder renovator <laughs> this time round we renovated our house Exten- recently extension, extension. Yeah. um and uh yeah just the, just what we learned overall yeah. uh 8 years ago we built the we house a project so- managed it as an owner builder.
1: So we're going through it all again. All again. But I would say extension renovation is probably building a new house.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so lots of key learnings. Thank you to everyone that's also sent us your questions. Uh We have got them. We're going to be going through them as well. We have summed them up in the... um and the overall questions that we're going to go through so stay tuned and while you are coming on if there's any questions that you do have as well feel yeah. free to shoot that through we'll be answering hello Virgio. there you go we've got Hi, to get I you hold. on got to get you on soon as well perfect so t- starting from the beginning what exactly is an owner builder and how do you become one
1: so basically a lot of People out there, they're confused. Do we go owner builder or do we do through a licensed builder? Mm -hmm. I think the main decision you got to make is: do you have the time, knowledge, and money? Um, I think these are three important factors. Um, If you do decide to go down the owner builder path, um, if you're doing any works uh, to your property which is more than ten thousand dollars, you need to have an owner builder permit. Uh, To get that, so first of all, you got to get your uh, plans approved.
0: Yeah, get the
1: the, get the architect uh, approval. And you've got to have a a certifying body, whether it's a private certifier or a um, council certifier. Once you have all the approvals in place, um, then you go to the next steps and you get all the um, tradesmen lined up.
0: Yeah, And the first key one is the engineer. Engineer. (laughs) The physical structure of the house. Yeah. To make sure. I
1: I think what is very important is to have the architect and engineer on the same page Mm -hmm. Uh, because they are the two people that are basically going to be coordinating the whole project or the basically architectural drawings and and the engineering from start to finish. Mm. So it's very important that they stay with you to the end of the project and they don't just do the drawings and then you're left on your own. Especially if you're doing owner-builder, um, first time around so because mm. it can be daunting and it can be stressful
0: yeah absolutely so, so don't be hesitant to spend money on a good architect and yeah. a good engineer because literally what, what you're building is or yeah. bricks and mortar what border. is
1: on paper on <laughs> pencil and paper is what's going to come out That's so it. make sure you don't cut corners on your architect and engineer and very, very very vital
0: Absolutely. Now, yep. the three things you said are, that are important is time, yep. knowledge, yep. and money. Yep. Tell me about money. There've, there's been some issues in terms yep. of approval for loans. So let's yep. talk about that first.
1: So in terms of owner builder, there's not a lot of lenders out there that finance owner builders. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's, it's, it's more tougher to get finance. So you've got to make sure you have the funds to complete the project, you have the funds to complete the construction. A lot of people have started building um, and there's probably 50 60% through the project and they've ran out of money. Hmm. If that, be- become- that becomes a big issue because not a lot of lenders out there will touch that project. Oh, and then, so,
0: if you have half finished project, yeah. you won't be able to leave. So, there are no.
1: some lenders that would do it, but then again, it depends on each individual circumstances.
0: Which is where a broker comes into play. that's where so we, come into that's play where we can get the help deal you. Over the line. Exactly. So, that's definitely critical. Now, in terms of. And just uh, before we go to the next point, so we talked about money,
1: time, and knowledge. Mm. So, time, why we say time is important, say if you're doing a nine to five job or you're, you're busy. In your day-to-day activities um, in your business or if you're a PAYG employee, time is very important yeah. because you will be the main contact person throughout the whole process. And you could All be the, dealing with how you many? You could be dealing <laughs> with 30 to 40 tradesmen at one given point in time um, simultaneously. Um, the main thing is coordinating the process, getting the job done and getting good tradesmen, um, looking at the workmanship. So get a quality product at the end of at the end of the day Mm. we walk into a lot of homes um as the nature of our job so we can sometimes tell what is quality and what is not Mm. so owner builder there's a there's a theory out there that they say you could save money i don't think you could really save money as an owner builder if you want to do it right Mm. Um, because at the end of the day you are spending your time time is money as well so, and you have to get quality tradesmen on board. Now, as they say, you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Mm. So you got to have the right tradesmen on board and to get the job done, especially if you're not an expert in that trade. So that's why you got to have the right tradesmen and normally anyone that's good at a job in any field, they will charge mm. the market rate. So obviously, sometimes people go with the cheapest quote, which backfires big time and mm. it could cost you double triple the yeah. amount that it should
0: that's, so
1: yeah. be careful with that guys i would always choose quality over quantity as mm. they say
0: uh michael uh so Bergio just had a question about the interest rates on the construction mortgages so that's normally higher
1: construction mortgages are traditionally higher uh, because they are done as interest only loans um so when it's interest only loans the banks put a certain Half a percent markup on the interest rate mm-hmm. uh, while the construction is uh, completed. But there are some lenders out there that are now starting to give the owner occupied PI rates on construction loans, mm-hmm. which is a win uh, win yeah. situation over the last year. Mm-hmm. So it depends on which lender you're with. But yes, Michael, you're right. Um, traditionally, construction interest only loans are higher interest rates. That's mm-hmm. right.
0: Absolutely. There you go. So that's that question answered. So time. Knowledge and money. Talking about time. Last time we actually took a year off work, which we to, could because you were working. You, this year we yeah. haven't been able to. But it, it you just, yeah. you can just tell how but around the clock. It.
1: It's, it's a passion. So we, you know, we're here at the office at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> I'm running home. Tradesmen's coming. Yeah. Phone calls. But we love it. There's, if, there's you, if you don't love it, you can't do it. It's very, it's, it is stressful because you will be the main point uh, point of contact. Yeah, so so you're if project manager. So if you, something goes wrong. it's it's because of you
0: it's on you yeah um, in terms of the other, the next um, key learning that we found was lead time yeah. for a lot of the products for the actual materials that we're getting. So the likes of tiles, for example, in bathrooms, you've yeah. got to make sure you factor so you that. So you've got to make
1: sure the materials, because of COVID, obviously there's a backlog everywhere in in the building industry as well. I was talking to the carpenter the other day. He goes, even for example, timber, there's mm. a big big la- uh, backlog on timber. So you you, you just got to lead allow for that. Um, I know pool builders at the moment they are so busy they're the booked out for up to two years wow. which is crazy if you mm. kind of think about it mm. but i'm talking about quality pool builders here whether it's a tyler uh, a renderer internal mm. finishing depending mm. depending on the trade what you learn but mm. uh there is you need lead time definitely. you definitely
0: need to create lead time and but creating a time because
1: if you don't line up the trades properly Mm. and we've seen a couple of (laughs) projects in our time that have gone for longer than expected.
0: Yeah, and look, there's things that happen, the weather, there's other things that they they say they're coming and they don't turn up and you're calling them, where are you? So, Which you can understand from their point of
1: view as well because you've got to understand they're not just doing your job, they're doing probably 10, 15 other jobs. That's right. So they're not just waiting for your house to to be ready.
0: Mm. Let's talk about. Quotes. Now, this was an interesting thing that we had learnt. Uh, yeah. tradies sort of yeah. leaving halfway because they've started the job, they've realised they've underquoted or they they yeah. didn't allow enough, yeah. and they've started the work and so they're I like, think "Well,
1: uh, it's very important when you do get a price quoted up that it's very thorough, that you guys know what is involved in the job, and that person is quoting the whole job for you." Hmm. This can be tricky if you haven't done before. any building before because hmm. you don't know how do you know. If this guy is covering the whole quotation in in that specific job, mm. so my my advice is to get a bit of knowledge. Um, if you are in your family friends, anyone's a builder, if you if you're going to do it as owner a builder, to read through the quote before you sign on it, because once you signed and you, you know the job started. And they don't complete the job, then it becomes a headache for mm. everyone. So mm. make sure you read the quote. You make sure you know what you're getting before you sign on the dotted line. It's the same like when you do a building contract, when you're going through a licensed builder, you get the tender, you get the specifications, you get the plans and, you, and you're signing off on it that these are the exclusions. Mm. One thing is also another thing that's very important is you got to allow for. 20 to 25% buffer, I would say contingency plan. 100%. It doesn't matter how well you've planned it, how well your budget is, especially if you're doing an architecturally design a home. These budgets tend to blow up mm. and they can blow up by 20 to 30, 40%, depending at that given point in time. Human tendency is when you're building yourself, you want to put the best of everything. Mm. Yeah. and. One leads to another. Okay, mm. I want to have the best kitchen. I want to have the best appliances, meal appliances. I want to have 80-mil bench top stones. I want to have soft-close runners. Now, where do you end? Mm-hmm. I want 13-mil gypro. This is a bit of building terminology, but the thing is, once you want to put the best of everything, it all adds up. Mm. So you've got to be mindful of that because once you do a top kitchen, you don't want to compromise on the other uh, aspects in the house.
0: That's it. So mm-hmm. that's
1: where I think you've got to be mindful. I, as they say in building, there's, there's no such thing as a budget. <laughs> so especially if you if you're going to build your own so home, if you're building buttons. your dream home, um, that you're going to spend time in there for the next ten, fifteen years with your family, yeah, if, it it's, for, pays if off. it's your forever home, you can't really overcapitalize. If you're in a blue chip area, yes, there are other suburbs where you can't be spending overcapitalizing and not getting the return on investment.
0: Mm, absolutely. And yeah. talking about quotes, one of the things that we learnt, for example, was the from the cleaning side of things, yeah. where. So you we had demolition. We had so much rubbish. We didn't... Re, like, it wasn't part of what... Yeah. It was like a misunderstanding of who's actually going to clean up that yeah. mess. We had to have someone else come in to so actually you know, put in the skip bin. So that's very because, important.
1: So especially yeah. when doing renovation extension, there's going to be demolition and there's going to be a lot of building waste uh, debris in, yeah. in, in, involved. Mm. So you got to allow... For that, we've probably gone through already. I think ten skip bins, mm. which is which and is six
0: hundred a bin or something, which is, isn't it? Which
1: are pretty huge, and we're not even finished yet. Yeah. So, building waste, all these other side bits and pieces, you got to allow all of this in the building cost. Which mm. sometimes, as if you're doing it for the first time, you don't allow, you don't budget for. It's like when you're building a new house and you're doing a your triple story and you're excavating the soil removal. You know, if you if you're digging extra for peers mm. these are extra costs which is out of everyone's control and normally the tradesman doesn't allow for that which comes out of your pocket
0: afterwards anyway yeah. so let's talk about cleaning one of the things that we've learned is if we kept cleaning it with this renovation as we went it made things a lot because easier
1: it, yeah quicker. If, if your job site and your building site is clean the tradesman will treat it like that as well mm-hmm. so if you or if you if you don't keep your job site clean they're walking into your property they're saying look the owners aren't really looking after i want to leave my my rubbish here as well i'm going to leave the building waste so it's like a precedent yeah if you clean it
0: this sends
1: it a, a sense of trend when the new tradesman comes in okay i've walked in like, like this This is how i've got to walk out mm-hmm. so i think a clean clean building site is very important also less hazards as well anyone can trip over or very true i would definitely keep it uh, keep it clean.
0: clean talking yeah. about clean one of the other things that we learned initially at the first time that we were building is um we didn't get um the uh yeah so the, with, the, we on the glass on the windows Yeah, glass. so
1: especially with um, clear anodized commercial windows um very important if you're rendering the house um the cement Can go on the borders of it, which is which is you can't help. So cleaning it is very important to get it cleaned professionally, and there are certain products to use on the on the cleaning as well. Mm. So obviously, when you just one example again, if you're getting when you get windows, make sure they're fully wrapped up. That's they are watertight in the sense that no building product can Can land on the on the on the windows, and it'll save you time and money in the end to clean it up. Um, because you'll have to um, get a professional cleaner at the end mm. to clean it. So mm-hmm. these are little points you will learn as you go. Look, mm-hmm. no one but is this perfect, is what we've learned firsthand, and that's why we're sharing. Even these. the builders, they, they make mistakes as well. We're all human. Because um, at the end of the day, it's a it's a human job. It's a human interaction at the building site. So especially it comes down to designer homes as well. Mm-hmm. The next point we're going to come to is scaffolding, for example.
0: Yes.
1: When it's a oh, normal, <laughs> when it's a normal standard house, yes, the scaffold goes up. One, it's a single story or double story home. They do it, Bob's your uncle, and they, and they come and collect. But when it's a designer home, it's very tricky to get the scaffolding right because the scaffolder might have to come two, three, four, five, six times to adjust the scaffold, adjust the heights. Mm. But then again, I think experience is, is important there. And also your carpenter, your tradesman on site helping you. To advise how many, because the more times a scaffolder comes to your property, the more mm. times he's going to charge you. Mm. So obviously it's in your best interest to get that right. How many times? So you can budget all of these things in, in the quote, but then again, experience will, will help in that regard. Mm. So I think it all comes down to knowledge and experience. Mm. And so-
0: yeah. So with the scaffolding, what we learned is having all the tradesmen aligned to say, well, okay, this is what I need yeah. and having them come yeah. at once because yeah. because the other tradesmen came and said, oh, no, this is not good enough for if me, you need right. to go up. One
1: person could be taller, one person's shorter. So, you know, yeah. you got it. So, yeah, so, yeah.
0: yeah, it's just, again, unbudgeted expenses that we incurred yeah. which would have been, could have been avoided. So um, we've spoken about that. Now, the biggest thing that I've found is taking photos as... Before the shell is put on, specifically, yeah. you know, for the uh, the pipework, for the beams. So these things, we took them at the time initially when the house was being built, which assisted us now yeah. while we were renovating Very because quiet. we knew, okay, this beam is just about here, which allowed, um, yeah. you know, especially less when, yeah. less um, removal at yeah. that that part of the house um, to, uh, you know, for example, in that uh, in the ceiling, you know, instead of having to take the whole ceiling down to see where the uh, the, yeah. the the trusses. We moved. saved
1: a lot of money like that, um, mm. especially with designer homes, coming back to that, and it's a, if it's a flat roof. Um, what's the difference between a flat roof and an arc roof? An arc roof, the, the tradesman or the person can walk into the roof and, and look at the joists or the ceiling and the rafters, whereas mm. with a flat roof, we don't have access. There's no manhole there, mm. so it's very important to have photos. So. You never know if you're ever going to do an extension in the future, renovation. Mm. If you have those photos, it's very handy for the new tradesmen coming in. Mm. Because if you've built 10 years ago and you're going to do an extension now, how do you know which way the joists were running? Mm. Where where was the plumbing? Where was the pipework? Electrical? There's a lot of minor bits and pieces. So, very important to take plenty of photos and save them when you're building.
0: That's it. There you go. And lastly, how have things changed in the eight years in your Mm. experience? Yeah. Obviously, the cost of building has gone up, Definitely. but what are we comparing? Just to yeah. give a rough idea, per square metre cost, yeah. what are the what are we allowing for? And hello to everyone coming on. If there's any questions, anything that we've missed, dude, uh, let us know. We'll be happy yeah. to answer while we're live.
1: The cost has certainly increased. As we say, land has gone up, like land's doubled, tripled, quadrupled. Mm. Bella Vista, I think it's gone four times in uh, in the last, ah. what, 10, 10 years. Mm. I think building materials has gone up, and labor's labour's gone up as well. So wages have gone up. So the building cost, where it was say ten thousand a square metre, going back ten to twelve years, you could end up paying $30, $40, fifty thousand a square wow. now, which is which is crazy when you kind of think about it. Mm. But then again, it comes down to: Are you choosing a toll that's forty dollars per square metre, or are you choosing a toll that's one hundred fifty dollars yeah. per mm. square mm. metre, mm. or you know you're putting marble? Like this depends. The sky's the limit. Mm. So obviously, if you want quality. You got to pay the money. Yeah, but this is I reckon it's, it's tripled mm. from about even in eight years. So double land has quadrupled. I think building cost material has quadrupled. Wow. But, yeah.
0: There you Which go. Which is crazy. Yeah. Mm. And um, the waterproofing was the other thing yeah. that we had. So um, the, yeah, there you call. go. I a phone call.
1: So waterproofing <laughs> is um, also very important. So it's, it's very important to get a licensed waterproofer and to make sure they do it right. And what is very important is also when your tiler is, is tiling your bathrooms to get the waterproof, uh, waterproofing tradesman and the tiler there at the same time so they can coordinate, um, to get it right because you don't want to have a leaking shower or have problems in the end. You, you rather do it extra now than later and, ha- and have problems. Mm. So what I would advise in terms of waterproofing is double waterproofing. For example, in bathrooms, you waterproof the bathroom, you do the tile screed and you waterproof the tile screed as well. So you got double, double layer. Of um, protection with the angles.
0: That's it. And those are the things that you have problems with afterwards. Uh, if,
1: if, it, if it's, not done, if it's right.
0: not done right. So these mm-hmm. are
1: some tips for you guys, but um you if you go, have any yeah, trouble lots of let us know. am more than happy to help out. We have a lot of quality quality
0: tradesmen that we we deal with. Yeah. Um with trial and error we've yeah. landed on them. So uh, <laughs>
1: we've got a good team. I I would say one of the best in Sydney. Yeah. The tradesmen that we're dealing with. So if you ever guys need any help, any tradesmen in
0: sydney wide not just the hills yeah, district they sydney do wide. operate sydney They're wide
1: over sydney yeah um and also you need finance obviously mortgage broking bread and butter of our business mm. um do let us know
0: We have got another question so from michael so do you see a, a big difference in resale for designer home compared to a project home or similar
1: uh yep yeah, definitely um i think people do appreciate a designer home um because it's it's out of the box it's not a cookie cutter approach mm. a designer home steel beams open plan it's it's basically comp- comp- comparing a Ferrari to a Toyota mm. so mm. Th- there's definitely a difference especially in the area we, we live in around the hills um, if it's a designer home people Absolutely. now appreciate what the true value of a designer home is mm. um, and, and, and how much of... it costs extra to build yeah. a designer home mm. um, it's like when you go to a project spec builder um, if you want to change you know, window from heated they charge you a lot mm. why because their building footprint is designed to build a specific house. Mm. Same so with the designer, yes, definitely. Um, but most important thing is you've got to have a great architect and a great engineer. Mm. I think these it's a lethal combination which which needs to be worked out initially that is tried and tested.
0: And if you're an owner builder and you're selling that house, mm. so you can't get home
1: home warranty insurance, they've in the law, so you can't get the home warranty insurance as an owner builder. But as long as you've done everything compliant, it depends on who's you're certifying authority is it a private certifier or if it's the council um, certifying the property once you get the final oc um the council or the private certifier normally only issue the final oc after everything all the certificates have been given to them and everything is compliant so which is which is good as gold Mm. and the buyers out there when they look at even if they own a builder home everything is done quality and there's no expense spared they'll pay top dollar Mm. So, yeah, this, this, so there's, this, not, this there's, there's nothing no.
0: to be, but look, you do need to get uh, public liability insurance you while you're building.
1: Correct. So to because them, yeah.
0: it's a it's a worksite, work your site. house becomes a work, a work site. site. Yeah. If there's an accident, there's got to be you know a coverage, be coverage for that because yeah. this person whoever's building, yeah. so you're not physically building the people yeah. that are building. Uh, on on the back of that, the tradesmen normally have their own as insurance well. as well, but you've got to well. take but yours it's the well. site, it's the building site, correct. Um, and uh, how often can you build as an owner builder to, so it's not something that you can just you, you build can, yeah, so can, many houses yeah. and owner a builder and sell yeah,
1: yeah. so you, or can, you can build one every five years
0: one every so five years so you can't years. carry
1: it on as a business so it's just for your home um, yeah because it's to, your to,
0: principal place principal of
1: residence. place of residence um to live for you, you or your family to live in
0: mm. but it's definitely rewarding it's
1: rewarding <laughs> look it is very stressful sometimes there's sleepless nights but we love it. So <laughs> if you don't love building, if you don't love property, you probably won't like it. Yeah. Um you'll probably ask yourself why you got yourself into it. Yeah. So you gotta have a lot of patience, a lot of time,
0: mm. and, and a lot of effort.
1: With um you're you're running around for left, right, and center because you are the single point of contact. But look, once it's done that is rewarding yeah you you know when when you're sitting back that you know this brick got laid here you you know every corner of the house yeah which is you will only know if you did it that's so, it and <laughs> even
0: the changes that you make while you're building because yeah. there's so many like we had Painless. a bloody tap that's gone in the facade of the house that's become an eyesore trying to maneuver away yeah. to how do we yeah. hide it and so that it doesn't so exactly. all these Issue things this morning
1: for example we're putting an led strip light and oh, and, yes. and we had to put a Groove in there, and they you, forgot to do that, and I now we down. have to yeah. just you know, so yes, there's a little bit of mucking around, but at the end of the day. It's worth
0: it. It's it. That's it. Thank you so much for joining guys. And uh, do stay tuned for the next lot of episodes. So we will be coming to you live every Thursday, 3 p.m. with new guest speakers all with us as we are discussing uh, a a topic that is impacting property management, sales, and finance. Next week's guest speaker is Manjot Singh from West Hill Partners, who's going to be joining us to talk about the impact of federal budget on the uh, property market. Uh, There's a lot of things that were announced. The government incentives for first home buyers um, and for single uh, parents, uh, 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 family households Child as well. So as lots well. of yeah. Um, yeah, lots of initiatives that to, are coming up.
1: I was speaking to this morning. He's preparing big time. He's doing the mucking. He's thing. watching. Luck is doing a bit so <laughs> Better be good, man. Yeah?
0: <laughs> That's yeah. it. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys next week, Thursday, three PM. See ya. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our channel for weekly episodes. See you guys next time.